Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. My name is Brian Stone and I'm the Associate Editor at Bank Automation News. Joining me today is Ratika Greenwald, Executive Vice President and Head of Digital Transformation at Wells Fargo. Ratika discusses what banks can do to improve customer experiences in the year ahead, emerging industry trends, and what Wells Fargo has planned for 2023. My focus is really on companies that are you know, roughly 10 million in revenue all, all, all the way up um, and providing them the, with the, the tools um, that they need across, to run their business. Um, and it may be, you know, access to data and the ability to move money via a portal or mobile, or it may be um, APIs that are used to run um, their business or drive some process efficiencies and things like that. Um, so thinking about that, right? So first, just thinking first about the um, the portal space, right? So um, when you think about companies that range um, with, with that giant range um, to to solve for, like we really spent a lot of time in getting ourselves sort of in the hearts and minds of our customers to make sure that we're solving problems for them, and the problems really are around bringing together the the products and services and insights that they need to run their business um, that and it's really sort of with that consumer like experience so when you think about sort of banking as a whole it's it's really around building those experiences in a really streamlined way that helps to drive self-service as much as possible to help to bring together insights to help companies, in this case, uh, manage their business better and, and you know, and, and further, right? Like, we, we want to make sure that we're helping um, companies down that self-service journey and also to discover what products and services or um, tools that they're not using to, that will drive drive the the efficiencies that they're looking for. And I would say it's kind of the same story on the with the APIs, right? And I think that the trends around looking for ways to automate, um, drive automation into companies' uh, processes and systems is is going to persist, right, into 2023. And, you know, just looking and really trying to find opportunities to increase uh, connectivity, increase uh, management of, of um, you know, reconciliation and pulling um, experiences closer um, into their product is is going to persist. And, you know, we see um, within the the API space, a few different scenarios that end up playing out, which, and, and again, right, like I, I think um, 2023 is, is going to accelerate some of that, right? The idea of embedded payments, embedded finance, embedded banking, right? Like that um, are are tools that we've been building um, in conjunction with our, um, you know, our business partners is really 
to to help companies figure out how to leverage you know the infrastructure that we provide in order for them to um you know either streamline some processes that they've got um right like so if you think about embedded banking embedded finance in a couple different scenarios like is it embedded in the tools that they're using to run their business aka an ERP or is it embedded in the product they're releasing out to their customers Right. If they're um, a company that's got a consumer front end, how do we leverage those um, APIs to give them uh, their customers a great experience? Um, and then the other part of that is right, like there's this embedded thing, and then there's really like looking to um, APIs to drive like just deep process efficiencies, right? Is there an API that we can provide that will um, give them the ability to do reconciliation or something better, right? Like when you're thinking about sort of a business um, scope, um, those are the, some of the things that matter. And so we build across the different kinds of use cases. Um, and again, like I think the momentum around those different examples I gave is is going to continue to pick up in 2023. Open banking is a is a hot topic that we at Bank Automation News have touched on uh, this year and are going to obviously continue to cover heading into next year. Why do you think it's important to transition to a, a horizontal architecture? Data is is really the sort of the the crux of open banking, right? <laughs> it's like being able to use data in uh, a variety of ways and owning data and being able um, for a customer to own their data, um, right? And so one of the ways that we we think about it is just sort of to ground it in a little bit more of a practical example is we just you know launched um, a new uh, portal experience called Wells Fargo Vantage. And within that experience, um, you know, we are pulling from obviously some of the products and services that we have internally, but also going out and leveraging partners and right, this idea of open banking and the ability to, you know, keep data you know where it needs to be um to enable experiences is is what um you know that that horizontal approach will allow us to do it's really around solving for all the different use cases that a client may have and and pulling the right data in um to support it um so you know like we talk about that a little bit as banking as a platform um and, and so you know we're we're tracking all the regulations and uh to closely to see you know, what the implications will be. Another hot topic that we covered a lot this year, uh, specifically in our podcasts, is customer experience and what banks are doing to, you know, both augment and I guess morph their customer experience to more of what their needs and or demands are. What do you see the next step being as far as, you know, catering to those customers? Because, you know, there are reports being published all the time that say that, Customers are changing banks if they don't feel like, say, the mobile experience is where they want it to be. So what what do you see sort of in that space moving forward? Yeah, no, this is a big, big um, part of how we are building our digital tools, right? So I joined the bank about a year and a half ago, and one of the first um, things that I set out for the team to do was to build a 
deep understanding of our clients, um, right? So, you know, when you're solving for a range of clients as big as uh, as we have, right? If you think, you know, 10 million in revenue up to a trillion or whatever in revenue, that's a wide a wide variety. And how do you make sure that you're thinking about your customers, um, their their needs, their pain points, what problems are you solving for them? And so we went on this, and it's an ongoing book of work around creating these personas um, to represent the different types of clients. And then the one thing that is so fascinating about the commercial banking space is that these clients are so dynamic, so nothing is ever static. And so, you know, in doing that deep exploration, you know, it kind of led to this brand new you know, platform that we announced called Wells Fargo Vantage and this blank, brand new like architecture um, to drive this platform. Right. So it's 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 all kind of like new, 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 new product, new platform, um, all powered by artificial intelligence and machine learning from the get go so that we could um, learn along with our clients, deliver personalized experiences and be mindful of their growth trajectory. So it's it's very much the direction that we're going, right? Like how do we create these consumer-like experiences for our clients that are, you know, in the commercial side, at the end of the day, they are consumers and they want, you know, easy navigation, transparency, um, you know, easy fulfillment, all those things. And it shouldn't be different in the commercial space. So, you know, we've done, you know, this this launch of the the Vantage portal was under a year, right? Like we we got it built in under a year and we built it in a really, um, you know, uh, obviously agile is one of the, right? Like we just, it was agile from the get-go and we, um, you know, worked super t- closely with our partners and our technology team to build in a new way. And so we've used some technology called micro front-ends um, that allow us to deliver kind of little widgets of content and layering on personalization on top of it so you can sort of right size those widgets based on who um, is coming in and um, using your portal. So you talked about the deep dive that Wells Fargo had kind of done on their customers and how it was dynamic. What was maybe the most unexpected or surprising thing you learned while doing sort of that research? You know, I think, you know, I think we're up to 19 personas right now. (laughs) And so I I think that the level of like, I think last year we built out probably 12 and we keep adding on. And so I think that, you know, it's just how do we get to that right level of um, uh, focus on the different types of customers we have? That's that's been um very interesting. And then, right, like the other part of, um, you know, another part of my team, which is focused on the the API side, like we built personas for APIs, right? Like those, it's a different kind of client that comes to us. It's, you know, a developer versus an accountant. And how do we make sure that we're, um, you know, have them in our hearts and minds as we're developing the right solutions for them to go in and use our, um, our, our gateway tools. And so, I think the the breadth of the personas is something that was probably um, surprising that, you know, that we just we keep finding pockets where we we just need to go deeper. So I wanted to talk a, a little bit more. I know you touched on Vantage, but banking as a platform, what are you kind of foreseeing that 
I guess, next evolution being heading into next year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for us, this Vantage platform is really a, a way for us to pull in the the sort of the best in class um, products and services in a much more streamlined way. Um, so we can um, think about, um, right, like when we partner with um, companies, uh, fintechs or established techs or, you know, companies that we can kind of pull the best experiences forward um, and we can do it in a much um, more quick uh, way. Um, so this platform um, that we launched really is allowing us to do that kind of as a service and say like, how do we consume APIs um, from external partners to deliver the right experiences to our customers? Um, and so we've got kind of the the base of that built out now and, you know, are looking for more um, partnership opportunities and to really um, the ones that we have really kind of streamline them as well. What sort of emerging industry trends are you seeing, you know, moving forward into 2023? A couple, a couple things I'd say. One is client experience matters and it matters more and more every day. And and I think that, you know, historically, um, consumer has been driving a lot of that um, work. And, you know, 2023 is really um, just an even deeper dive into the commercial space and the corporate and investments banking space and the small business space is, you know, like how do we deliver those great kinds of products and services to them to really, again, like help them run their business. At the end of the day, we're there to support them. Um, I think that embedded finance, I know there's been a lot of conversation about it um, already, but I think, um, you know, taking that and expanding some of the use cases um, is going to be um, a a big part of 2023, looking at how to, um, you know, contextualize um, different products and services um, in other experiences, um, you know, like like I talked about our API gateway. So like leveraging that um, to drive some of those embedded finance um, experiences. Um, and yeah, I mean, and I think the last part of it is is probably around mobile. I, I mean, I think mobile has been less um, less it's obviously used in the commercial space, but probably less than, you know, just even our own volumes, like the majority of the experiences are driven out of our main portal, but mobile is going to pick up um, in 2023 in terms of one of the major tools that our companies are using to drive their business forward. Yeah, last thing I would say is just write the, um, to talk a little bit more about like the artificial intelligence aspect of it, right, is just the making sure that you're embedding artificial intelligence and machine learning from the get-go as opposed to something that's kind of trailing along means, um, you know, that you have the opportunity to think about that technology in every use case. And so, um, you know, when we think about Wells Fargo Vantage and the fact that it was sort of new platform, new technology, all built on a foundation of artificial intelligence and machine learning, um, we're you know, excited about like all of the future builds that we can bring to our clients, um, you know, with that in mind, pulling together insights for their business, insights into the market, um, it, you know, et cetera, to help them to um, help them focus on, you know, what they love, which is, you know, running their business 
um, and giving them being sort of that true digital partner they need. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com.